Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Okay, everyone, I have Ashley Jacobs, Southern Charms villain. Here we go. I'm excited. I'm going to challenge you a little bit, though. Okay. Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. So, guys, we saw Ashley last season. She made a huge splash on Southern Charm, and then she just showed up again in the current season. Gotta know why you did that. Because I'm a glutton for punishment. That's why. <laughs> okay, so before we get into Southern Charm, I want to know who you were. And we all know you're a nurse, but what was your life like before the show? Uh, before the show, and I mean, and currently now, I mean, that's the thing is, is I never, I, I never auditioned. I never was casted. This was, this was something I happened to know someone who sort of had an in. And so I thought, well, I can still work my job and still do me. And just do this for fun, like on the side. I'm like, just kind of live a little, a double life in mm -hmm. a way. Um, no, but I was nurse. And uh, that's what was so weird. It, it was like nurse by day and then, you know, evening, you know, cameras and, right. you know, just parties. Just, it was so interesting. And where are you from? I was born in Los Angeles. Okay. And uh, parents divorced when I was young and uh, moved to uh, Santa Barbara, California. So I've been here since... A child and now you're back in california we'll talk about this but you are back yes. in california yes i am i'm sure you're happy about that <laughs> <laughs> i mean the weather i i mean i escaped the humidity so i left just in time that's i good. left just in time that's good but uh yeah i mean i miss the experience of being somewhere new you know mm -hmm. i miss yeah i i you know, I, I, I'm familiar with this town. I, I grew up here and this is my safe spot. And uh, that's what I'm really, I, I came back here to just decompress, okay. you know, regroup. My family was concerned. My family was worried about me. And so kind of intervened. Okay. And uh, yeah, this is where I'm at now, but I'm open to anything really. Well, let's talk about <laughs> being a nurse. There was a clip of you accepting an award saying, you know, you always wanted to be a nurse and, and you saw it was your calling when your, your father was dying. Can you talk a little bit about that, about yeah. what brought you into nursing? I appreciate you yeah. bringing that up. It's really nice when people want to know more about what I studied, what, what, yeah, what my calling was, what my passion is. Mm -hmm. And that's what, that's, what's fulfilling to me. So yeah, just uh, my, my dad actually died. He had a massive heart attack driving mm -hmm. on a freeway one day and he died instantly. And uh, yeah, he went pretty quick. And the only thing I remember of that day were the nurses. And uh, I thought I want to be for those, what those nurses were to me mm -hmm. and I want to pay it forward. And at a young age, I thought, I know what I want to do. And that was just the best feeling saying, you know, I, I, I want to give back. And uh, that my dad passed away, but some good came of it. Mm -hmm. And that was, yeah, that was um, becoming a nurse. It's still, it's always going to be my my job, okay, my calling. So, but, and that was the thing with, uh, I don't want to get off on a tangent, no. but I think the hardest thing about going on to the show was that it wasn't my story, you know, that no one as compared to like the bachelor, mm -hmm. for instance, they're getting to know you and, and asking questions about you. And, and it's, it's about your life and your family. And, 
it wasn't that way for me. I went into a show where no one knew anything about me. The viewers knew nothing about me. Just uh, knew you um, were dating Thomas. Correct. Yeah. It was about our relationship. And that was, you know, I didn't feel like I had a fair chance. Like, I don't think that people got a chance to really see, you know, me. How did you meet Thomas? I met him in Santa Barbara. I met him in a restaurant mm-hmm. one night and uh, he was by himself and he just kind of s- stuck out like a sore thumb. I'm like, he doesn't look like he's in the right place. <laughs> he's dressed to the nines and where I'm wearing a sombrero on my head. My, I recognized him because my girlfriend watched the show Southern Charm. So you knew who he was. I didn't know if it was him. So what I did was I tried calling my best friend who knew the show. Mm-hmm. She was in a bachelorette party in Vegas and I was trying to FaceTime her because I wanted to zoom in from a distance. I was being such a creep. <laughs> and I, was, I mean, I, I don't know why I felt so comfortable to do that because I don't like now when people do that to me. Right. So, but I was just, I'm like, is this, this is the show that you watch. And this is the show that I watched a few times with you. Is this the guy? And I was like trying to take pictures. So did you approach him, obviously, or... Well, so he was by, well, I was, first of all, I was like, is he by himself? You know, who's he with? And I noticed he was by himself and I was with all my, my friends, all my gay friends. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, Hey, we should invite this dude over. You know, <laughs> he looks like, you know, he could use a friend and, and some company. And, and I was wearing this big sombrero and I just thought he's going to think I'm so ridiculous. And I looked at him and he looked over at me and I was like, you know, come over here. And I was like, where are you from? And he's like, Charleston, Charleston. like with the Charleston. And I was like, this is the guy. And I was like, Nikki, my best friend, like she's going to die. So um, I wanted to take a picture with him because I wanted to send it to my friend. That was the whole point was I'm like, I just want to rub it in. Yeah. And he's like, no, I don't want to take a picture. I don't want to take a selfie. I'm like, what? Like how rude, you know? It's like, okay, whatever. So we're talking. But at the end of the night, he goes, um, he goes, I'll, I'll, I'll take that picture with you. And he, and he goes, the reason I, I didn't take it with you earlier is because most people come up, they take a picture with me, and then they leave. He goes, I didn't want you to take the picture and leave. So then he obviously went back to Charleston, I'm assuming. How did you guys develop a relationship? Yeah, so he was playing polo out here in Santa Barbara. So okay. he, had another, he had another couple of tournaments that he had to play out here. And then he goes, have you ever been to Charleston? Would you like to come out here? And, you know, I'm a nurse, so I have a pretty... I had pretty good schedule. You know, mm-hmm. I could do my three days Flexible. and four days. Off. Yeah. yeah. So I said, I would love to come. I would love to come out there. I thought it will be so fun to be in his scene and, and see his town. And he knows the good places and just kind of let him, you know, lead. So I was really excited to go somewhere where, you know, just to see how uh, I, I knew he was going to be, you know, recognized. And I was, I was kind of fascinated by by that lifestyle a little bit it was interesting Mm -hmm. so i i went yeah i went out there with him and then he came back to santa barbara but we were never we weren't exclusive and uh he came out here and then we i mean went back and forth and then one of us eventually was gonna have to pull the truck the trigger Mm -hmm. at the time i was going i was looking at other jobs i was uh, I was applying for another job in Vegas, small places. I've oh. got family and I've got friends. Yes. And I, I had an in, I know an anesthesiologist in the labor delivery unit, this hospital called sunrise in Vegas. And they were, I was interviewing and, um, I, I had to, you know, turn everything in by mid August. And I told Thomas, I'm like, you know, I, I think I'm going to go out here. And he goes, he goes, it's going to be really tough to make, you know, anything, you know, work past that big. Yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, so he's thinking beyond that. 
and he goes, you know, you can always come back and you can try this, but there might not be this opportunity to give this a shot either. And so I'm like, you're right. And I thought, you know what? I'd like to at least try. You'd moved to Charleston. I moved to Charleston. I was ready to move. Let's just say that. I was ready for a change because everyone goes, why did you, you know, you just moved across the country. Yeah, you're ready to move across the country. But I was also in the process of, of, of leaving Santa Barbara just because I needed uh, just sick of the dating life out here. I was in the scene. I, it's the same thing to me. I grew up here. So I was just ready for a change. And he offered that to me. One of my favorite things about, you know, dating a new guy is seeing whether he speaks highly of his ex. How did he speak of Catherine to you? Um, he never, I wouldn't say he spoke badly of her. I just think that he wished she could be different if that makes sense you know he'd always say it's the mother of my children this Mm -hmm. is the mother of my children it's hard i wish i think he was frustrated with the situation i think he was more frustrated so why were you interested in him initially was it you know because he had kids was it his personality is he someone you you would usually go for no it's not someone i would usually go for okay but he offered me some, he offered me an adventure, um, some excitement. He was, it was sort of the unknown that I thought, I just don't know where this one's going to go. And, but there was this comfort with him. Mm-hmm. There was this familiarity and the best times were with him weren't in public. They were just watching movies mm-hmm. and eating meats at the cooking at the house, going to his plantation, just being alone. And I just... I really cared for him. And I think that I, I felt like I wanted to save him in some way too. I wanted to nurture him. I wanted to show that he was him, that he's worthy of love. And that I felt that he was very cynical, you know, in terms of love. He had two young children and he was a single, a single father. And I thought this could be, um, this could be really beautiful. This okay. could be really special. He's, he's a family. There's a, they're a family unit. And, when I would, when I went to visit, I you know met him. I met his family. I just thought there was so much love, and there was mm-hmm. so much energy and light, and I noise, a little chaos, and I thought this is a really nice place to be. What did your family think of Thomas? Of you moving across the country? They said you're making the worst mistake you'll ever make in your life, and you don't see it now. You don't know it now, but you're going to look back and you're going to we're not yeah we're, we told you so that was pretty much what they were they were saying they were saying we're really sad were they referencing you. the potential of you going on the show too no so they didn't think you were moving and then also going to be on a tv show no that might have doubled down their opinion huh the truth is is they didn't i mean thomas didn't know until just a week before filming took place that that there was even going to be a show i mean there was no talks. No one had called him. I mean, contracts weren't set. So that was the truth. He didn't, he's like, I don't know if there isn't, there's a show if they're going to ask me back. So that was a possibility. That's why I never mm-hmm. said anything to my family either. And also I didn't know if I was going to do it. I didn't know if they were going to want me. So you had lived there for a minute before filming started. So I'm assuming you met some cast members off camera beforehand. I did. And how did it go at that point off camera? Well, you know, what's interesting is I met a lot of them when I first 
when I first met Thomas um, in May and I went to, I went, I flew out to Charleston to see him. There's another, there's another guy on the show named Shep. Yep. And he was doing a show at the time called relationship or yep. something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where he's dating. So it, I think it was like one of the last weeks of filming was in Charleston and with all the, with the four finalists there. And I was happened to be in town with Thomas and he got a call saying, would you come to this, come to the restaurant mm-hmm. where they're going to be filming and see shop and, and you know, the girls and um, my friend Landon, who's also on the show, we weren't on the show at the same time. Um, she had invited us. Right. So I met a lot of them there. This was back. This was in May of 2017. Okay. Now keep in mind, filming was in the end of September. So I met a lot of them at that that time and things were fine i mean i yeah they were they were nice towards me but i'm uh, you know i'm always very skeptical and i'm always thinking what are they gonna you know what are they thinking what do they think my intentions are you know (laughs) here's a young girl you know does she really like thomas what are her intentions you know is she a social climber maybe that's my own that's that's me projecting but that's sort of what i thought um, mm. And the truth is, I didn't even know what I thought of Thomas. I just, I only knew him for a few weeks at that time. Okay, so if you're saying this was in September, May? May, yeah. And then you started filming in May. September. So it, you hadn't known each other that long. No, four months, five months. Yeah, let's see, May, June, July, August, September. Yeah, gosh, <laughs> like years. It was only four months. Did you move in with him? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, he can't. His his uh custody his custody agreement. You can't have a someone you're romantically involved with under sleeping under the same roof as when the children are present. So, and he had them pretty much full time. So, mm-hmm. um, but no, I got an apartment. I had an apartment. So we're going to talk about the details of everything, villain to villain, whether <laughs> whether there was a point during filming where you were like, yeah, this might not go well for me. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, one of them actually said, you know, you're going to be crucified. So that he kind of he goes, you understand. It was after a scene. He goes, you saying you understand. a producer said that or, or Thomas said that or Whitney, Whitney, Whitney who's said that. Okay. yeah, who's one of the producers actually on the show and is also in the cast. Right. I remember we were on a boat heading back to where we were staying and he goes, you know, you're going to be crucified. And I think villainized and crucified. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. And I remember just thinking. It was like shock. In that moment, I, I had that epiphany. I was like, there's no way. I mean, I can, I, I could try to dig myself out of this hole. And I remember thinking, what can I do to make it better? But the truth is, is I still stood by my convictions. And that was a problem, really. Mm. And I can't get into too much of producers trying, you know. You can't? Yeah, because producers aren't allowed, don't tap you on the shoulder and pull you out from the table until you then go after them. Yeah, right. See how it, I mean, how it happened was I was more or less his plus one. That was it. And I wanted to go to the events with him. I wanted to do things, you know, with him. And I was okay being mic'd. I initially didn't think I was going to say very much, but 
we had good, yeah we had we you know our, our banter back and forth we're you know very sarcastic we're, we're kind of mean mm. we're kind of we're very bl- it was interesting and so i think that they got a kick out of that you know someone mm. who's kind of could mess with thomas kind of fuck with him you know in a way. Yeah. and uh it, it just be you know i, I am a smart ass and i like to get a reaction for my own amusement I can be very quick, very witty, and sometimes comes off kind of, you know, bitchy. Sometimes I'm very feisty or sassy, and sometimes I'm just on a freaking roll. I'm like, God, it's just coming out. Like, it's so good. But I realized at that moment that I was gold because I just said whatever I didn't think. But that's how I am in life is I just don't think before I say things. So initially I thought I was just plus one. And as I realized that I had more and more stuff to say and they started saying, hey, we want to film a scene with you and so and so. And I'm like, not with Thomas and I. Isn't that the whole thing? And Thomas started going, oh, my gosh, they're, they want more time with you than they do with me. But he thought it was funny. He goes, they, goes, they, they send you a schedule, you know, mm-hmm. the Sunday before of, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday's party, Thursday's this. And I had like scenes that they were, you know, with question marks. And Thomas was like, God, you're filming more than I am. And I was, I'm not going to lie. Like I was, my ego was like, my ego's stroked. You know, I, I was flattered. I'm like going, it made me feel good. But did you, did you think that if you call the, the mother of his children an egg donor, that that would not crucify you? No, I did not in that moment. I just, yeah. In that moment, the thing is, is you don't see a lot that leads up to that. Like you don't see more of her interaction with me and the things that she said and, and her chasing after me. That's what's so frustrating is I look at it too. And I was going, fuck, like, excuse my language. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, I was mean. You know, I was looking at that and I'm going, oh, I kind of feel bad for her because I would see her face and I'm going, but then I'm like, but that's not exactly how that went down. And I'm thinking, that's no, I did not say that in response to that. Or what about what she said that made me respond that way, made me react? I'm like, where is all that? And everyone goes, well, you know, they, you can't edit, you know, they can't edit what you don't give them. And I'm like, but you can give them a million nice things and they could cut all that out and then keep the two horrible things that you said and vice versa. I wish that people saw how much I was poked. I mean, I just felt, I felt defeated really. And I had at this party, everyone's calling me rumors of me being an escort, you know, doing this. Like, you have no idea. Nobody talked to me. Everyone ignored me. No one was kind towards me. And so I was put in this position of just feeling like defensive. I had nobody but Thomas. And even Thomas had to kind of be in the middle because this is the mother of his children and it's his girlfriend. Why did you feel like you had to insert yourself into their co-parenting? Was it because he couldn't handle his own shit? No, that wasn't it. I think it was because I think I really believe that Thomas tried to protect her for a long time. And by doing that, you know, he's trying to protect his children. You know, you don't really know what goes on in real life. It was more than a reality TV show to me, if that makes sense. This is not a normal way to meet the mother of someone's children on reality TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's already a hard situation just in general to meet the mother. I, I've dated men that have children. That, and 
meeting their, you know, the mother of their children is sometimes a little intimidating, you know, and, and you, you want them to trust you, you want them to, you, you want to have a copacetic, you know, relationship, of course. And the way that I met her on television was just, it wasn't, I mean, we were already off to a bad start. And I think that, I think that maybe Thomas could have introduced us, you know, prior to the show, if that makes sense. So the first time you met Catherine was on the show? Yeah, it was the first time was on the show. But uh, she had, it was interesting because before I had moved to Charleston back in July or August, long before, a few months before the taping of the show, she blocked me on social media. I was blocked from her account. So she knew exactly who I was if she had me blocked. I had reached out to her other than the show, other than being on the show. And no response. Mm. No response. But your question, though, is interesting when you said, you know, why did you insert yourself? I shouldn't have inserted myself. I, to be honest with you, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I felt pressure to. Kristen Menzer said, after watching back the episodes, does she feel like Thomas was in any part responsible for pitting her and Catherine against each other? Um, no, I'll be honest with you. I'm pretty, uh, I mean, I speak my, uh, nobody can tell me what to do mm-hmm. or say, and I'm a, pr- I'm pretty tough. I'm pretty, um, pretty opinionated. I, I do what I want <laughs> and no one can tell me. So even if Thomas said no, I still would have done what I felt in that moment. Mm-hmm. What I, what I wanted to do, to be honest with you in hindsight it was the biggest mistake I ever made. You know, I told him I might, if this is true, if she's saying these things about me, if she's not inviting me to this, she, yeah, then I, I might have my words. And I said that to producers who then, then when I at that moment, I remember thinking, I don't want to say anything. I'm, I don't feel it anymore. But I felt them on like this, going on my, shopping on my shoulder, saying, call her out. And I wish I never did that because it wasn't my place. It wasn't, it doesn't matter how I think of her as a mother. It wasn't my place. Yeah. It was not my place. It, it's not my problem. It's not my position. I'm not God. You know, yeah. it's not me. It's not, it's not for me to judge somebody. But there were a lot of emotions behind that that led up to that that you don't see, that people didn't see on TV. Right. And people didn't ask because they don't want to hear that. No. They just want to see me as they've, they don't want to see me as, you know, empathetic. I mean, did you truly think that, you know, he was the greatest example of a father to, to, to say things of her? You know what I mean? On the TV show or what do you mean? Which does he from, say from what you saw? Cause you were obviously very passionate about, Catherine's parenting to the point where you know it might have seemed like Thomas is the best and it's a crusade for Thomas or was it just because you were in a relationship with him and and you I saw some things that were just very disturbing um with my own eyes and um was really hard to watch that was what was so infuriating to me was I see her I see her one way acting one way and that was very frustrating for me, but that wasn't my place. You are not God, yes. It's basically an entirely too complicated situation that should never be on TV as it is. 
Yes. And Thomas never really did speak badly of her. And I think that that's why it's gotten as far as it's gotten with her is because he's tried to protect her. So the public doesn't really know. I mean, they seem to have had, as someone who's watched the show for a long time, they have had good co-parenting moments. They do kind of have a roller coaster, but there have been good moments, at least from what has aired. Yeah, he's tried. And he goes, I, I, I need her to be a mother. I, I need her help. I don't want to be single parent. I don't want full custody. I, I, I want her to be there. I want my kids to have a mother. Mm-hmm. I need her help. But uh, yeah, you put that on a reality TV show and you put me in front of some cameras and, you know, you give me a few drinks. Is there anything you regret saying? Anything you <laughs> wish you could take back? Everything that I said to her everything i should have just kept it to myself i wish i would have just sat across the table and i just i probably just would look would have looked look at looked at her with a scowl on my face mm-hmm. she but kept it to myself if i didn't feel induced to go after her if that makes sense mm-hmm. i don't want to say that you think i want to do that i mean to me it was just it, my, I mean, I can't tell you I was shaking. I mean, it was an outer body experience. It was almost like you're being pushed out on the stage to go perform or go deliver Mm -hmm. these lines. And it was sort of a blur. And then you've got all these people at the table and you've got people eating around us. And then you've got cameras. Like, I could just tell you, like, it was not comfortable. It did not feel good. It made me sick. And, And then once I got in that moment, I got heated. And then everyone else is attacking me. It made me even more defensive and more fired up and more passionate. That, And that's when I wish I could have stopped. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really have anyone looking out for me, if that makes sense. I had nobody. Nobody. In the meantime, as all this stuff is going on, on the side, just how was your relationship with Thomas? We're, we're friends. Um, I mean, Olivia, he's the only person I have in terms of this show he's the only person that understands what i what i went through what i'm going through um i mean you can at least when you were on you know your show i'm sure you had friends that you you guys all went through together only you understand that and it makes you you know it makes that camaraderie you know it makes you even closer um because you can relate to them they can relate to you and Nobody from the show has reached out to me. Eliza, she's on it right now. Mm-hmm. But, and Landon, but Landon, we were never on it together. Even when, you know, the show was going and I tried to talk to Landon about it. She's like, I don't want to talk about it. She's like, I don't, I'm done with that drama. It's not in my life. And she goes, Ashley, you know, you did it to yourself. And I just, yeah, it sucks. And, but that was still really hard because I still needed someone to just, I just needed someone to vent to and I needed someone to talk to. And I, Thomas was the only one that I had for support. I mean, not one of those people reached out to me, text me, asked me for my phone number. Hey, Ashley, you know, we didn't like your behavior on TV, but you know, you're a human being. Maybe just want to check to see how you're doing. We've been on the show for five years and you're new and you just became the villain and you're the most talked about person. Also, you didn't get paid a nickel. Okay. You're carrying this season you're the highest ratings they've ever had. We've ever had in five years. Um, you're the reason we get another season. Maybe just a call, just human to human. How are you? Are you okay? I'm sorry what you're going through. I see the hate that I see the death threats that you're getting. I see the hate. And on top of it, the career that I had as a nurse was now being, was at risk because 
haters, trolls, bullies were then writing the Board of Registered Nursing in South Carolina trying to get me reported because of my bad behavior on a TV show to say that I'm not competent to be a nurse. So now the only income I have as a nurse mm. is now, I'm, I mean, I lost so much weight. The stress, I mean, I went on, I went on antidepressants. I went on, you know, I took trazodone to sleep. I, you know, I had, you know, Clonopin to sleep at night. I was on, you know, Lexapro, like everything you could think of. And I could not stop the weight from coming up. I could not, I had no control over the situation. And my family didn't support me. My family was ashamed, ashamed, disgusted, embarrassed, humiliated. Um, like they didn't know me. And that was a lot. Those were the last people I wanted to reach out to because I didn't, I knew what I was I knew what they were going to say and I didn't want to hear it because mm. I was already in a bad place yeah. and I didn't need to be reminded even more. So I just avoided, I isolated myself and I, I lost 30 pounds. I was, I was down to 105 pounds and my body was shutting down. My body was shutting down from the stress. Um, it was terrible, Olivia, but Thomas was there for me, regardless of, you know, how he, people saw me on TV. I could still say, he, he got the same hate I did. You know, we were in it together and he's the only person that it's like, you're going to get through it. Like we could, it's sad to say, but he was the only friend I had. Did he ever chastise you for the way you talked to Catherine? No, he just said, I just wish you didn't say it. You know, he felt bad. He felt that he didn't do a good enough job looking out for me. And when I started losing the weight and I was sick and, you know, he felt a tremendous amount of guilt because he's the one that brought me on the show. And he's like, I've got to help you. Like he even told me one time he called me and goes, we need to get you to like, like a, a rehab, uh, not a rehab, but um, a center for, you know, depression, like to try to get healthy again. You know, he's like, I want to get you somewhere. He goes, I, you know, for a month, you know, just to go somewhere to like get healthy mentally. Mm -hmm. um, and he goes, I just feel like a tremendous amount of guilt and it brings tears to my eyes, but he really tried to help me. And I was struggling, Olivia. I mean, there are just times where I'm just like, I don't, I don't know how I got myself to this point in my life. And I was just, I had so many, I, I was sick of thinking if only I could do it over. I wasn't regrets. Cause I mean, it's been such a life. It's been the best lesson. I mean, it's been the most humbling thing I've ever gone through in my life, but I, so often I go, if only I just would have kept my mouth shut, if only I didn't take the bait, if only I didn't listen, if only, what was this need to feel like you have to deliver? What, what is it about you, about your ego or, you know, who are you? And the truth is like, I did feel that way, but it wasn't my place to say anything. It wasn't my business, but I'm also very, like I said, I'm very passionate. I'm very convicted. I speak my truth mm -hmm. and I'm still going to be who I am. You know, you're, you're emotional talking about how awful the show was and things like that. So why'd you go back on? Well, there's, there's, there's a few, there's a few things. There's a few reasons. Um, first of all, I didn't think I was getting paid enough. Mm -hmm. So that's why I held off on that. Um, they were trying to get me from the get go and they started filming in October. I didn't start filming till December. Hmm. Okay. So, and my, my memory of it last the year before was they end filming, they filming ends the end of December, right before Christmas. So I thought when I got a phone call, I'm pushing my patient around in a wheelchair and Eliza calls me to invite me to a party. First of all, I had no idea I was being recorded mm. on my phone. 
okay? Which kind of pissed me off. And not, I wasn't mad at her, but she's like, I was kind of hinting. I was kind of, I'm sorry, I'm pushing my patient around. I'm at work right now. I did not know I'm being recorded. So she goes, yeah, I'm having, you know, party. And I'm thinking, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I don't know, you know, but then I'm thinking, well, they've only got another week left of filming. And I said, well, you know, uh, let, you know, let me, let me talk it through. And I was like, I'm going to talk to Thomas too and see what, you know, he thinks of that. And, uh, as soon as I hung up, you know, the producer just like fly on, flies on shit calling me. What? Do you think you do it? Do you and I was thinking they need me. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got to wonder like walking into that party, they're not going to stand up and say, oh, my God, so great to see you. So Liza, yeah, so she tells me, and, you know, the party supposedly was supposed to start at 1. I think the party started at 11. So I got there, and they're like, actually, don't be here till 2. And then it's 2.30. And then I get there, and then I'm in the car with the producer for, like, an hour. And then they have me driving up. And then I'm like, oh, I'm not getting there when the party's starting. They're probably already, like, sitting down waiting for me. Right. You can just... And here I go again. Like, here we go again. Why am I, why am I such a glutton for punishment? Do I like, am I a masochist? I, do I enjoy this, the pain of it? Do I, is it the adrenaline rush? I am an adrenaline junkie. Maybe that's it. Cause here I go again. I'm like, what? And then I'm going, you know what? There might be a chance that you might make amends and you might leave with hugs and smiles. And it, I might walk away and going, going, you know what? I got some peace. I've got some closure there's always a little chance. So that's, I went into it very, I was wishful thinking for sure. And a little too optimistic. And now you never know what the producers are saying. They could be saying, ignore her, call her crazy. Don't talk to her. But I don't think, I mean, they still, they can still, you know, not listen to them and, and, and like Shep come up to me and say something, but then Shep says something nice to me and then, you know, walks away and goes, she's psycho, but at least he didn't say it to my face. You know, at least he made me feel comfortable when I walked in. I don't care if you're going to say it behind my back, but if, if I had felt like I was welcomed, I might've not had my guard up so much. If I felt safe, if I felt in a place where they were open and they were kind of, you might get a different Ashley. But can you understand at the same token why they might not be welcoming to you? Um, no. <laughs> no. Because I never did anything to any of them. But they all love Catherine. Well, I mean, uh, let me just say it's more popular to be, to jump on that bandwagon than it is mine. Let's just be, let's just be honest. You know, they're, to me, they were just a bunch of, um, followers so obviously the show finishes airing it's not great for you how was your relationship with thomas at that point because i know you guys filmed a couple scenes talking about engagements and things like that like was your relationship good i mean it wasn't there it was never there if anything thomas and i would joke about all the time he'd always be like let's elope let's do this let's so thomas was very you know let's get married let so Thomas was always talking about it, just not on camera. Mm. So when we were on camera, when I made those jokes, it was because it wasn't because I was I wasn't thinking I was scaring him. He's the one that was bringing it up to me that made me comfortable enough to make that joke. It was sort of like this is me with a you know I've got I've got a ball a baseball right. in my hand and I just slow pitch where he could just swing it. You know I just set it up for him so perfectly to like look like the guy look like the needy girl, um, <laughs> or that I was so desperate for a ring or I was. 
No, um, I mean, of course we talked about it. Um, you know, I mean, I, I date, whenever I date someone, I date someone, you know, with hoping that there's a potential for more. Well, then, you know, Shep, you go to the party and Shep says, are you still with Thomas? And you say, I need a cocktail. That was the worst year of my life. Are you in reference more to the show or was the relationship very difficult for you or? No, that wasn't, it wasn't, didn't have anything to do with the relationship necessarily. Um, had to do with, uh, you know, Thomas, uh, uh, someone came out and accused him of sexual assault, of rape. I mean, think about that. Here I am. I'm trying to deal with becoming the villain of a show. I'm villainized. I'm villainized for even being with him. And now off camera, without cameras, there's more drama than there is from the actual show. But what's it like dating someone who was accused of something like that? Heartbreaking. Devastating. Devastating. I I mean, the concern that people have for me. Are you okay? Are you, are you, are you safe? And of course I'm safe. And I'm upset. I'm upset with, I'm upset with what went down. I'm upset that this possibly was a ploy for ratings. You're talking about the sexual assault thing. It was a conspiracy. Uh huh. So it did not happen. It did not happen. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. I can't get too much into the legal stuff. And he's got the best lawyers, so it's uh, it's sad. It's a sad thing. When did you guys break up? I'm assuming you broke up because you're back in california now so yeah um i mean we were we were on and off we were on and off um you know from september to december and uh of last of last year yes and then and then yeah even january i he's so funny i then there was a guy that when i came back to santa barbara for christmas and we reconnected and he's like do you want to come to tulum with me in january you know, you're, I mean, in South Carolina, so it's an easy flight. And he's like, I'm going for a wedding. And I was like, yes. And I told Thomas, and he was like, I'll pick you up at the airport. I'll drop you off. Like, he really just wanted me to be happy. Like, he just wanted me to be happy. He did not, I mean, he knew I was going with another guy, but like, he still made sure that I was okay. But, you know, do you need anything? Can I pick you up? Like, he really just cared about me. And, he is so weird, but that was sort of our relationship. So what happened was, um, is I had a terrible situation with a roommate at the time when I got out of my apartment and then I was in between places, got this roommate, mm-hmm. bad situation. Then I had to find another situation and it was out staying at Thomas's plantation. Oh, okay. One of his, one of his homes. And this is, I, I'm going to get in so much trouble for saying this, but they were putting, I was getting trackers on my car. Who was tracking your car? Someone's PI. And Thomas had to take it off my car. And someone had a PI in a custody case. They, I mean, they, they each have one. So this was not a good environment for me, Olivia. This was not healthy. On top of everything that is going on, I'm trying to, I'm trying like mentally to get to a good mm-hmm. place. And, you know, I was thinking I was, you know, the show, I just, we did, I did extra couple shots, you know, filming. I'm thinking this isn't going to be so bad. You know, I'm in a good place. Maybe I'm going to be seen in a better light. So I was feeling good. And then I've got trackers on my car and I'm just thinking, my God, I'm never going to get away from the drama. Mm -hmm. I, this isn't my problem. 
these are not my it's not my these are not my this is not my problem and why am i caught up in all this and this is not going to help my mental health here so everyone agreed thomas included that it was best for me to get out it was almost like and i thought i was only going to come back for a few months i was said you know i'm just going to come out here i'm going to you know, heal and just view family and regroup and, and get healthy and work out, just try to get centered, go back to my church, go hiking, just do the things that I need to do. And once I got here, I'm like, I don't want to go back. I'm, I'm so happy. I put on, you know, 20 pounds for me. I'm happy. I don't take mm-hmm. half the medications anymore. I'm, you know, see my family every day. I, as a matter of fact, I live with my mom when I first came back. So it was, it was good. It was really good for my soul. But I talked to Thomas all the time. Mm. And we still remained, you know, in each other's lives. And the thing is, is it wasn't because he was giving me anything. He wasn't supporting me. He wasn't. It was just truly because, you know, he was a friend to me. And that was it. Everyone thought I'm, I'm only with him for the show. I'm only with him for money. I'm only. No. So a couple random questions. Yes. At least on on this season that you're showing up on so far, it looks like you're wanting a second chance with people and that you want people to, you know, forgive you or things like that. But then on the other token, it seems like you hate everyone. So why do you want second chances? I mean, why why do you crave apologies or friendship from people that I don't think you like very much? Um the reason I didn't like them was because none of them reached out to me to check on me. And when I might've called them losers, I said that because I was just hurt. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what was going on was mm-hmm. that lady Patricia was putting things out there like, well, she's not going to do the show. No one's asked her back. She's lying. No one would film with her. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm thinking, um, yeah, anyone that wants a paycheck is going to film with me. And they've been reaching out to me. So stop lying. Mm-hmm. So that was, you said, what brought you back on it? Well, that had a lot to do with it as well. So that's a, that's an inside scoop that I haven't shared that with anyone is when I'm seeing her going out there tweeting, going, uh, she's lying, you know, no one's wants to right. film with her. So half of it was just getting back at Patricia. Not half of it. That wasn't, yes, actually. Maybe yes. A yes. Third or I, of it. A third of it. Yes. There was, <laughs> so when I, so when I called them, when I called them, Losers, it was more in reference to her. I was pissed because they're like, are you going to do the show? And I wasn't. I, you know why? Because I didn't want to give them the success. Okay, so why did I call them those things? I called them those things because it wasn't that I didn't want to be friends with them. I was just waiting for them to say, like, Ashley, you know, we're sorry that we never checked on you. You know, maybe you wouldn't have lasted with Thomas. You guys would have separated. you gone your own ways had you had, a, you know, our support or reached out to us or not felt so alone. Um, you know, maybe things would have been different for you. I, I just wish they could have put themselves in my position. So when I called them losers, it was just out of like hurt. It wasn't the right thing to say, but it was more just like, just, you know, I'm disappointed, you know, cause I really could have used, you know, you guys to support, maybe not necessarily as like best friends, but just as people who've gone through the similar experiences, me, when I, so when I went back on the show, I did hope that maybe when I went back on there, that maybe they would have said those things to me. Like, you know what? Let's start back. Let's start over. Um, 
you didn't say anything to us, Ashley. Bad. I never said anything bad. Cameron, to Naomi, to Chelsea, to us. I never spoke badly of any of these people. I might have spoken badly of their friend, and I understand that their loyalty, I understand their loyalty mm-hmm. to her. Why do they hate me so much? Okay, let's clear up some rumors. Yes. Someone wrote in saying there's chatter that you were paying for people to make profiles to combat haters. What do you have to say about that? Oh, no. I would never spend, I would never pay somebody to do that. What does that mean? What does that mean? I was paying for, are these like troll accounts or these actual like blog sites or something? Not sure, but. Because there is someone, I mean, I have some people that are pretty loyal to me and and go out there and defend me and, and, because anyone that would defend me were, they were attacked. Mm -hmm. So I had no one protecting me, but there was a few that were like, wow, they actually have my back and they're getting a lot of hate. And I was like, thank you for the support. You know, the, I'm sorry, you know, my expense that you're getting attacked, you know, now they're making fun of your children because you're defending me. So do I know people? Yes. But would I pay them? No. What is this whole thing about you saying Patricia was the person who pitted you against Catherine and that she was feeding you information? Yeah. Patricia. Um, even, I mean, I have a good hour long conversation with her um, in January when she's like, so how'd the reunion go? And I told her, I called her an egg donor and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I can't believe I said that. And she's like, Oh my gosh, that's so good. This is going to be the best season yet. Oh my gosh. I mean, she would tell me things that she said that one time that um, her, the sound guy that was in the room when they do the, we do the confessionals Mm -hmm. was in there and overheard Catherine saying something about, me and and saying that I'm not a real nurse and Patricia off camera is on my birthday went to her house and uh said I just want to tell you this but you know you can't repeat this otherwise I can't tell you other information you know if if you Mm -hmm. get you let people if you if you say something to someone that I told you this then you're not going to get any more information you know I'm not going to trust you and I said no no I would never do that like thank you so much like for you know going out on a limb and trusting me and she's like if I were you I'd like figure out some way to show that you're a nurse this is your nursing license well she I mean she went out of her way to like put Catherine down but when I went after Patricia Catherine became her best friend you obviously can't talk about the rest of the season that we're watching right now but do you have any sort of anything we can get about your performance or anything else that's big? I'm just going to have to say you're going to have to stay tuned. Can you at least say whether things will get better or worse for you? I don't know. It could go either way. I know that I know that I, I have some words for Patricia. Let's just say I was I was on a roll and I was in the moment and there was no stopping me. So maybe it's one in the same yeah let's just say i probably go off with a bang that's for sure Uh, you're gonna see that i'm trying to make an effort to speak with Catherine. if you could have a sit down with her what would you say i would say it was not my place to say the things that i did and i'm not a mother so i don't i i can't imagine if I was a mother and someone told me, called me a bad parent, that's who are you to tell me? And and that was, it was wrong of me. It was poor judgment. It was, it was unkind. And I need to stay in my lane. 
I wish I could have had an opportunity to talk to you another time to maybe get some clarity. But yeah, I made a lot of mistakes. And it, like I said, it just, it was very extremely humbling, extremely humbling. And I'm, I, I, I am I'm trying to be a different person because of it. Question, which cast member do you respect the most and why? Ooh, Chuck. Why? Even, like I said, no one really reached out to me, but a few times I'd bumped into shop. Um, I bumped into shop restaurants and mm-hmm. he's always comes up, gives me a big hug. How are you? What's going on? Little advice, you know, smile on his face. He just, he doesn't want any, you know, drama. He wants everyone to just get along. Um, but he's always just been, you know, at least kind to my face. You know? yeah. He's always, yeah. I mean, I don't know what he says behind my back, but at least to my face, like, you know, one, one time I bumped into him and he just said, you know, Ashley, like ignore the haters. You know, they're very vocal. They're very vocal, but they're a minority. They're very few. Even at the party that you saw, I was on the last episode. Yeah. He's, he was the first, and I think only person really that came up to me. Yeah. He was my first guest ever on the podcast too. Oh, really? Yep. He was my first ever. And we, I made fun of how his, he always just uses the biggest words. Like, I'm like I know what are you even saying, I know I sometimes I listen to him. I'm like, I wish I had that vocabulary. I wish it could be that quick. I wish I was that smart. All right. I have a question. And this will be good, I think, because I'm sure a lot of the comments that you made were quite triggering for people who are mothers. Someone wanted to know, it was heartbreaking to see her comments about motherhood. Um, what efforts has she made to apologize? I can't, you're, I'm just, my, I have to say, you're going to have to stay tuned. Well, I guess the answer is yes, you have made effort. You know what? I've actually tried calling Kath. I, I saw Catherine, um, Let's see. It was probably like, I, I think it was maybe only a month after the first few. Uh, see, the, the show started filming the when I was on it, mm-hmm. April. This was April of 2017. I saw her maybe a month or two, like out and about, out downtown. Okay. And I approached her and I tried to talk to her and I asked her, I said, would you be, you know, up for like coffee or lunch? I said, my treat, I, not on camera. I would love a chance to talk to you in camera. She said, absolutely not. She said, I'm, um, what was the word? She goes, you're not, you're like mentally ill. <laughs> I think that's what it was. <laughs> you're not all there or something. What was this? I, I can't remember. And I was like, okay, well, I tried. And then I did try calling her and I texted her once and I didn't expect her to reach back to me. So what do you want people to know about you? I would give the shirt off my back to someone I my friends know that I'm there for them at any time the night I do anything for anyone you know okay. someone said I needed a kidney I'd go in there first to see if I'm you know a match mm-hmm. I do that um I just I've never grown up feeling like entitled or anyone owes me anything really um I'm grateful for everything that I have and um I you know, working as a nurse and, and, you know, seeing death, I just, it makes me appreciate. Um, I just see life differently and I take risks. And the show, when I did it, initially when I first did it, I thought, well, this will be a fun story in 50 years to talk about, you know, and someday when I'm old, I'm telling my grandchildren, did you know I didn't realize you? Like, that's how I thought. Right. I just really love people. And I think that that's what's so hard 
about it is because the hard thing for me, Olivia, is I'm reading this hate, this hate, and these comments, and watching me on myself on the show. And that night, I'm, you know, bathing someone, bathing one of my patients, wiping their bottoms, you know, mm-hmm. brushing their hair, giving them their meds, feeding them. And if only people saw that. And then I'll look at my social media because I'm always checking to see what, because I didn't want the negative stuff on my social media because my family, my friends were, it broke their hearts. Yeah. And and so I was looking at it and then I see, I'm seeing this hate and then I'm thinking, and then I'm looking at this patient who's sick, you know, is dying or I'm hugging their family and I'm going, like, am I like, what alternate universe am I living in? It was so surreal. And the thing is, is even if Catherine ever reached out to me and said, I need a friend, I need this, you know, Ashley, I would be there for her. I, you know, I, I once had a dream that like we were friends. We were like hanging out. We were talking. And I remember like waking up and thinking, that's too bad. That's just a dream. But really, that's how I think is, you know, yes, I said some horrible things. I said some mean things. I should never have said them. And uh, it's just too bad that that's how people you know, think of me. How did you and Landon become close? Well, her sister did my hair in Charleston. Okay. She was my hairstylist. Yeah. Love her sister. Um, so Landon, I met only the day after I met Thomas. And as, I don't know if you remember that season where it, it, they kind of started out like, uh, you know, Thomas and Landon are going to have something that or they, was they one of the questions and, was, was yes. there ever a girl code issue with their somewhat relationship? Well, the, the truth is, and this is the funniest thing, is everyone thinks that there was there was something going on. Um, Thomas wishes, like he wishes, because I'm like, Thomas, he's, he's like, trust me, I wish I could have gotten it in. Like, I wish I could have. So that's what was so great. And the first, in the weekend that I met Thomas, and then I met Landon the next day, um, Landon's like, I'm so happy you're in his life. You're the kind of girl that he needs, you know, and, and you know, we prayed for you, for, you know, someone like you, for Thomas. And, um she was living in California mm-hmm. and I, you know, so that's why that's how we kind of connected is, you know, I'm from California. She's living in California and uh, now I'm in Charleston. And so when she come to Charleston, we'd hang out. And then when I come to California for the holidays or visit, you know, family, she'd be come to Santa Barbara. Um, she's just such a sweet girl. She's such a good person. And uh, she just moved here like in June and that's we so hang random. out all the time. We hang out all the time. Let's end the podcast by saying one good thing about each cast member. I mean, that is, you are, you are just love and light and positivity and you are so good. The longer you hang on to anger about Patricia, about whatever, the longer you're just extending your misery. I know. It's just why, why do I always have to be the bigger person? I don't think it's about being the bigger person. I think it's just about uh, honoring your brain and your mind and like clearing it up. The longer you have these Instagram rants about certain people, it's just, it's doing a disservice to your own brain. I agree. You know what I mean? So unhealthy. So nice thing about. I think Cameron is funny as shit. She's funny. She's She's witty. Yeah. She's quick. I would say that the kindest girl to me, woman to me, was probably Chelsea. Okay. Chelsea was the only one that really tried to make me feel included. Okay. In the beginning. Naomi, I mean, 
she is a, a go-getter. Mm-hmm. You know, she's young and she's driven. I think something I like about Naomi is I feel like she's a very fierce friend. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then Shep has always been very, you know, warm and approachable. Mm-hmm. He always makes you feel like seen, you know. And Craig, Craig and I, we had some good heart-to-hearts. And Craig is a very is very easy to talk to. And at the same time, he likes to give his, mm-hmm. you know, his, his advice. And that's nice because I don't feel like you meet a lot of guys that are very good at expressing, you know, that, um, you know, your feelings. What about Catherine? It's interesting. The first time we ever filmed, um, like we had lunch and like that honestly was, we talked for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, you only saw, you know, a minute, 30 seconds of it, you know three hours and uh the conversation it was good and we we walked out together and it ended in a hug and I like sent her a really long text message Mm -hmm. really long and it was like you were really you know beautiful she's she's very beautiful you know in person she definitely has a look you know she's very she definitely has very unique I like her I like definitely and she has these beautiful eyes and it's interesting because Kenzie, like when I was with Kenzie, like I saw so much of, you know, Catherine in her and every time, like, you know, I, I look at Kenzie, you know, I mean, I, I would think like, you know, you're this woman, Catherine, not, I don't mean that in a bad way, this woman, but she birthed you, you know, mm-hmm. she, she made you, this is, this is her blood for this beautiful little girl and beautiful little boy. There were so many times I was so angry at people after the show and people who said things and hurt me. And I was like, it's so easy to just continue the jabs, but it doesn't help. Yeah. You make me cry. I know. Thank you. That was good. Yeah. That was really good. No more fights with Patricia. No more fights with Catherine. It's not allowed. I won't let it happen. Unless you already filmed one. And then <laughs> and then I can't do anything about that. Okay, well, everyone watch Southern Charm. We might have to redo this conversation at the end of that season. Yes. But thank you for, for being honest and answering my questions. And we will we will talk again. I hope so. I would, I would love that. Thank you for, for, for listening You're to welcome, me and, and hearing, hearing my story. You're so. welcome. Talk soon. I appreciate it. Bye, honey. Bye.